the studios of WFAN. And yeah, it has my name on it, but I'm not going to keep saying that. Uh, this is Mike Francesa. And it is Mike's on. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. It's nice to be back. Uh, a little surprising to be back. And uh, in case you might have seen a little notice about it in the last couple of days, uh, I am back. Uh, we'll get into all that. I'm sure some of you, as you call and go through the day, might have a couple of questions. If you do, we'll answer them then. I'm not going to sit here and give you a litany of what happened because some of it is none of your business and the rest of it, well, you know, I'll tell you it as we uh, go along. But I want to thank everyone for all the kind thoughts and wishes that came from every corner. It was uh, overwhelming, all the uh, nice messages and warm greetings that were uh, sent my way. So I thank everybody for that. And it's time to get down and do some sports, which I haven't had a chance to do in a long time. You know, it was December 15th, the last time I was here. So a lot has gone on since then. We're not going to get all get to all of it in one day, but we got a lot going on uh, right now. I was uh, fascinated by the Yankees and the Astros last night. First of all, I don't like the Astros very much. But, you know, the Yankees went in there, having won nine straight. They were going to be, after last night, four games into this 13-game schedule that was going to be the, the, you know, the one that was the true test, you know, after the ups and downs of the early season, the rotten weather, and boy, do we have rotten weather. I mean, don't get me started on that because it's the first nice day we've had ever this spring, and it's the first day I have to be here. So God's played a little trick on me as far as that because it's 80 and sunny, and I waited for two months to have an 80-degree day to play golf, but hey, that's the way it goes. But you know, the four games into this part of the schedule, early season, you had the weather to deal with, you had the injuries, you had little inconsistency here and there, they weren't playing well, and then all of a sudden they got hot, and then here came the Angels, and that was fast order, and then, of course, this four-game stop in Houston, which started with a loss last night as uh, Charlie Morton continued his uh, mastery, and that's the only word for it, uh, over the Yankees as he did last night. I mean, the Astros right now, the way they pitch, I don't love their bullpen, but the way they pitch, especially in the starting rotation, at, with Verlander doing what he's doing, and I wondered if he would do that you know, in the regular season after being so brilliant in the postseason last year, but right now he is doing it. They're all doing it as far as the rotation goes. Their pitching numbers are extraordinary. Their offense is terrific. So right now you have to call them uh, the class. But the Yankees, the Red Sox will have something. And the Indians will have something to say about that as the the weeks and months go on. We have a chance to have a lot of fun here this year, especially with the Yankees and the Red Sox. But right now, four games into this uh, 13 games, which will conclude with the Indians and then the Red Sox, Coming to town, but first three more games uh, with the Astros after last night's loss. You know, I was driving today. I heard people complaining about who was in the lineup and who wasn't. Come on. It is the last day of April. I mean, calm down about stuff like that. Let let people get a day off here and there. It's a long season, and already the Yanks have been backed up because of the, you know, the many rainouts because they were dumb enough to start the schedule early with, and run into this incredibly bad weather. So we got a lot to get to. We got the Yankees. We got to get some stuff with the Mets, and the Mets have had a good start. I mean, they're they're often playing well. They got some holes, but right now we got to be happy with what's going on so far. And you also have to be happy with the fact that Washington is not nearly Washington, and neither Atlanta or the Phillies are ready to win on a big level. They're improved. I think the Phillies would be much improved this year, but uh, neither one's ready to go to the playoffs. And Washington's sure struggling with their issues and their injuries, so that gives the Mets a chance. Cespedes doesn't seem like he's 
too badly hurt right now. It looked like it's okay. So I think that, and that's obviously a very big positive. You'll see him, I think, get torrid when the weather heats up as it is going to do this week. There's a lot of other things to get to. NBA, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, watching LeBron, and uh, I don't know how much LeBron talk there's been. There'll be some with me here because that last series, I said, I know they're not good. I know they're not championship material, but to watch him carry the team the way he did, even through that first round, he's going to have to do that every single round here. And for me, knowing we're running out of time with him, where you got maybe two, two, possibly three years left if you get some support left at this level. I, I love watching what he's doing right now and what is a little bit of a changing of the guard, especially in the East. You know, Philly's got the most talent, but they're not ready to win yet. And the Celtics, if they had everybody, be a different team. But right now, the East, wide open as we get ready to start this uh, Cleveland-Toronto series. We get to that. We got coaches still to name with some teams here in town. We get to that. And, of course, the draft. And you know, for me, and we'll have uh, Mike McCagney, the Jet General Manager, later in the show. The Jets getting Sam Donald, to me, everything finally for a franchise that's usually very unlucky. Everything finally fell into place because, to me, this guy, you know, if you've listened to this show or watched me over the last couple of years, you know how high I am on him. I thought he was clearly the best quarterback. I think he's going to be the best of the group. I know a lot of people differ, and there was a lot of, uh, you know, indecision and also, you know, very varied opinions on the four quarterbacks. Can't doubt what the Giants did. I mean, they could have done something different. They could have. And maybe, you know, if things don't work out, and this group doesn't come back and win big. They'll maybe rue the day they didn't draft a quarterback, especially the one that went right after uh, their pick. We'll have to wait. That's something that uh, guys will be chatting about uh, long after there's somebody else chatting about it because I think that's something that could be talked about for a decade. We'll see what happens there. But uh, Eli will join us today, so we'll talk about him and his new toys. He's got plenty of them, and they've gone out of their way to commit to him. And build what looks to be a pretty fun offense around him. Now with uh, Barkley and especially with the offensive line, which had to get better and now should get a lot better with the additions that they have. So we get to that. A-Rod will join me. He called uh, and asked to be the first guest. I said, why not? So he will be the first guest in a little while. We'll also talk to Jay Wright as uh, I was thrilled to go game by game with Villanova this year and watch them win a national championship. Another one. I remember sitting here a couple of years ago when people were watching Jay Wright not get through the first Sunday and complaining and actually saying, hey, this guy, we got to get a new coach at Villanova. There were people who made those calls. Now, three years later, two national championships, and now people are hoping and praying that he doesn't leave Villanova. I don't think he is. Uh, he turned down the Knicks. He didn't want to talk to them. I think he has found the home there, and he has built a program that is not only the winningest program in the country over the last six years, but now a dominant force that ranks with Duke or Kentucky or anybody else because of what they've been able to do year after year uh, with their style of play. He'll join us. So you have A-Rod and Eli and Mike McCagnan and Jay Wright for the show. So we got a lot to get to. As I said, rather than sit here and tell you the long story about how I wound up back here, I know you love questions. We'll get to it that way. I missed everybody. I miss doing this. That's part of this. There's no question. There's another part of it, which I'll get to. There's something that uh, we've been working on and I'll tell you about that I'm very excited about, which is a very big part of it and really what brought me back more than anything else. But I'll get to all that right after this word from my uh, good buddies at Casa Migos, the uh, tequila who uh, want to 
tell everybody that uh, we are celebrating my return to family with George Clooney and Randy Gerber's Casamigos tequila. And Leon Slider, too, is a good friend of mine up in Westchester. Truly the best tasting, uh, smoothest tequila on the market. Absolutely no burn. So for those who have welcomed me back to fan, raise a glass of uh, Casamigos and cheer. Or for those who maybe didn't want to hear from me again, well, you know what? Have a shot at the Casamigos anyway. And welcome to our house of friends. Casamigos tequila, Casamigos Spirits Company, New York. Enjoy Casamigos responsibly. And we roll on from the big city right after this.